This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Paul Parsons, who's president of the board of the fairly new group, Trails for All. He was a Presbyterian pastor for 40 years, the last 10 years uh, focused on conflict resolution. Paul, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to be back with you. Any 501c3 in the Valley, a background in conflict resolution can be a good thing. Yes, (laughs) it really is very helpful. So we've visited uh, several times here on the program. Thanks for coming back because I know a lot has gone on. You have a few new things, I think, since we visited last. You're a 501c3, and you were part of the uh, Spirit Campaign last year. Yes, we are so grateful to be included this year. Uh, We've got our nonprofit status in uh, mid-fall, and we have a board. Our bylaws have been established, and really so much of what has gone on in the last year and a half has been creating a foundation. You've had one field season, basically last summer, where you've done some maintenance of trails. You've worked with the National Forest on that. Uh, How did that process go? It was wonderful uh, getting started. You know, we we had a, about 35 people who had shown interest in trails. That's a big number. Yeah. And um, uh, probably about that number have been certified now with the Forest Service for being okay to go out and do trail ma- maintenance. And we had several crews go out, and so we got our feet wet. We are looking forward to a much bigger season with a lot more teams going out this coming summer. Now, how does someone get certified? Well, it's really pretty simple. Uh, Basically, they need to go through an orientation, either with Jeff Uthier from the Forest Service or uh, from someone who has uh, gone through the orientation with Jeff that can pass on what we've learned. It's really basic safety and regulations that the Forest Service requires of people who are going to work on their behalf. Some years ago, I used to go out and help with trail maintenance with Bob Moose. He took pride in his saws. He had these big two-man saws that were used uh, because you couldn't use chainsaws up there. So I don't remember being trained, but uh, I guess we were uh, on-the-job trained with those guys who really seemed like they knew what they were doing. It could be that that, uh, they were acknowledged by the Forest Service uh, knowing what they were doing and staying in line with regulations, or it could be that those regulations have been put in place since uh, Bob was uh, so involved in it. As we record this, uh, we're still in a federal government shutdown. Mm. How does that affect the national forest here? Well, it means that it's basically lying unmanaged, unoverseen right now. And if there was a crisis, I don't know if Jeff would be available or how that works for him to come forward and help us out with something. I know how it affects us in Trails for All is that some of the certification that we would want for uh, cross-cut saws or for chainsaws, we really can't do without Forest Service being involved in the process. Unlike some of the national parks, which can be closed with a couple gates on roads, uh, national forests are pretty much open to all of us who go up there and hike or snowshoe on a regular basis. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Nicole and I have been out, gosh, almost every single day since the beginning of the year. And I think we've been out 15 times on, well, on snowshoes or yak tracks, and I've never seen another human being. 
<laughs> Give us a hint on where a few places are to go to snowshoe. Alvarado Campground is a great place to just go right up the road, you know, park your car out on uh, whatever that county road is, and then head on into Alvarado and then go on up to maybe one of the cutoffs that will take you up onto the Rainbow Trail, Mm -hmm. and then maybe do a loop, come back around to the Comanche Venable Trail and come back down. That is a terrific, easy, you know, 300 feet of elevation gain, about a three and a half miler. I've had the same experience that you've had, that it's rare to see someone out, and that's part of the beauty of the whole thing, of course. It certainly is. We live in such a spectacular, wonderful area. Let me ask you about the Spirit Campaign. You were just part of it this year. This was your first year. Uh, under full disclosure, I am on the board of the Community Foundation. But where do your funds go? That's a great question. You know, just being in the startup phase, uh, not having had any funds really to, to get started with, uh, we asked for donations in the fall from people who are on our mailing list, and we got a couple thousand dollars, and we've used that in order to pay for insurance and for some operational costs like copier, uh, printer, ink, and that sort of thing. But as we go forward, we're going to need dollars for being able to put on events. We're really looking forward to having events that help people get closer to the outdoors. Remind folks what the primary purposes are of the group Trails for All. We really um, have one primary mission, and that is to increase people's quality of life. But under that, three purposes. The first one is um, care of trails, working with the Forest Service. We long to be uh, good partners and help out with a a so completely underfunded uh, work that the Forest Service is trying to do. They don't have enough monies to to provide for everything that they long to be able to do. And so we come alongside, and and we're hoping to be able to I- extend their reach in trails maintenance and even doing some modest trail rebuilding where we need to mm-hmm. in the coming year. And for those who don't get out on some of those trails up to the lakes, if you get one of those blowdowns like we had a few years ago, uh, it's amazing how cluttered the trails can be. Oh, it's it's astonishing. I, um, we had a big wind in October this last year, and I think that we got 26 trees in a mile and a half mm-hmm. that we had to remove, and some of them were hu- huge. So we cut them into pieces and then got them off the trail. And so it is really an issue in the uh, kind of alarming deterioration of the forest we have up above us here. So as you look at the trails, do you have a priority along with the National Forest Service in terms of key trails? I would think Lake of the Clouds or Comanche, Venable, those would be pretty important. Yes, and really all of the lake trails are high priority, but we go to Jeff uh, in May and ask him, you know, what it, what would you like us to go to work on? And he has he knows of other people that are uh, are outfitters who are going to be involved, but he'll give us uh, uh, here's a priority list, and it certainly involves the ones you just mentioned. And Macy Trail would be another one. The everything that that is in and around some of the trailheads are um, high priority. 
those would be key. So that's care of trails. What about promotion of trails? How do you uh, get involved there? The getting involved, by the way, uh, on any level, I just want to say, please go to our website at Trails for All. Uh, that's with no spaces in it. And there's a sign-up form there. If you want to get involved in any level or anything that we're doing, please let us know. The promotion of trails is really a burgeoning area for us, and a lot of it we didn't even go seeking. We didn't know for sure how to promote trails. And people and institutions have been coming to us saying, hey, could you join us, or could could we join you? So, for example... Uh, search and Rescue has something called Preventative uh, SAR, or Preventative Search and Rescue, and they're going to be doing a teaching of that in Memorial Day weekend, and we are going to come alongside and be in there in support because we are so interested in helping people not have to get rescued. We're going to be putting on clinics of our own. The 10 Essentials, Tom Dimler just did recently, Mm -hmm. the owner of All the Range. Tom's been in here talking about uh, hiking in the Sangres. Yes. Yeah, he's awesome. What a wonderful uh, asset to our community. And we're going to be doing uh, Leave No Trace. Uh, We're probably going to be doing one on courtesy on trails, like who has the right-of-way with all these different users that might be out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're also going to be hopefully collaborating with some mountain bike organizations like in Canyon City and Salida who would like this to be a terminus or a place to which they can come and then ride back to their home cities. And we would like to be partnering with them. We are going to need event coordinators for things like that. And we just have been sought out by a wonderful nonprofit here in town about potentially applying for a grant for youth activities Mm -hmm. where we can get youth out into the mountains. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a huge, uh, huge undertaking. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, you're always looking for volunteers that yes. might be able to help, might have specific skills or just general interest in trails. Yes, we are very much looking for volunteers on a lot of different levels right now. But one thing is our communications plan that we're playing out right now. And we're looking for photographers people who would gather stories from uh, interesting people that have to do with the outdoors. And we're also going to be looking for people who would write trail summaries. The Tribune has come to us asking us if we would do a a column over the coming year where we would do a hike a week. Oh, that's a good idea. And, And so we've got about seven or eight of our folks writing trail summaries right now. And in the end, we're going to receive the intellectual property of all that and can put it into a publication form, maybe to for sale that could raise funds for trails. And that would be a useful local, oh. local, local guide. So we've talked about care of trails. We've talked about promotion of trails. What about the next level, which would be creation of trails? Uh, I, I know that might be a little down the line, but I'm sure some thought has gone into that. Yeah, it's pretty daunting because uh, it's it's complex and none of us have ever done anything like it before. But we're looking at non-federal land, especially around the towns of uh, Silvercliff and Westcliff, for being able to connect up with the wilderness or with uh, hiking areas or ATVing areas. So right now we've got a feasibility study going on with four of our board members are checking out what would it take to create a around-the-towns trail that would uh, tie into the park-to-park trail that's already been completed? 
And uh, we don't know how feasible it is. That's why they're checking it out to see what would it take and, and how would we go about doing it. Uh, we're also looking at Hermit Road, wondering if it'd be possible to run a trail right alongside the road up to Forest Service Road 160 mm-hmm. so people could ride their mountain bikes, ATVs, horses, or walk from town up to the beginning of what would take them to the Rainbow Trail. Uh, likewise, there are um, we're looking at county roads that could be created into sort of um, loops, you might say, for ATVs or horses or mountain bikers or walkers um, around the county. If you look at Custer County, there are a lot of roads out there, so yeah. a lot of lot of possibilities. Now, you've been in, with this effort since the beginning. Uh, what's played out differently than you might have imagined? Wow, that's a great question. Um, obviously, uh, I didn't have any idea what I was doing, uh, getting involved <laughs> in it. And so it really has been a marvel to see one step at a time, uh, like what doors open. Because uh, it's not like we've had an exact plan or a map for this. So the people that have come forward and have made suggestions or opened doors for us, it's just been wonderful. But I think the thing that has surprised me the most, it shouldn't have, but the, the greatest delight in this all for me are the people that I've ended up working with. The people that are involved with Trails for All are some of the greatest people I've ever met. And when we uh, sit in a board meeting, when there might be 15 of us in the room, and I'll ask a question like, tell us about your favorite experience on a trail last summer. And they start telling stories, and I just cry. <laughs> because I love the outdoors so much, and so do they. And there's this bond. And then when you work together on trails, it's the same thing. It's like you come away like um, I used to experience mountain climbing, you come away from a trip like that going, we'll be friends forever. Mm-hmm. So I think some of that has played out differently than what I was expecting. Thanks for stopping by and uh, remind folks of your website uh, in case they're interested in getting in touch. If you'd like to get in touch with us on, uh, about anything, please go to the web and uh, go to our website. It's uh, trailsforall.co. So that's just spell it out, no, no um, spaces and no capital letters, trails for all. And I know you have open meetings occasionally. Uh, I'd suggest if folks haven't been there and are interested in the outdoors and trails that they stop by. Uh, the amazing thing to me when I went to a couple of those meetings was how you were able to uh, gather people who were interested in hiking, were mm-hmm. interested in horseback, were interested in uh, ATVs. Uh, these are folks that don't get along sometimes in some areas, and everybody seemed to find a place for themselves and uh, get along. That's your impression? Yes. Uh, thank you so much for just saying that. I I think that what I've discovered is that uh, trails are actually one of those places of common ground for people who really see life differently or who find their way into the wilderness or into national forest uh, through different means. But really, we're all there with the same hunger, same passion. We just love to be out. And, uh, you know, that that's enough to 
bring people together who have different views on different things. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're about. We really are wanting to make this available to people of all kinds, of all kinds of interest. So get out and enjoy the trails. I've had the pleasure of hiking uh, in Florida, New York, Texas, and California within the last year. And the Sangres are the one place where you can hike all day and see a person or two or know people. And that is not the case in any of those other places. So it's a special place to get out uh, and enjoy nature. Paul, thanks for uh, stopping by. Thank you so much for inviting me, Gary. It's so wonderful that you provide this service for our community. We've been visiting with Paul Parsons, who's the president of the board of Trails for All. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground.